Hello everyone, good evening and good afternoon, and welcome to the Freedback Friday edition of The Rundown. That's right, this is the first Freedback Friday of 2022. I am your host, Craig Deleuze, coming at you from the West Coast, the left coast, behind the Iron Curtain, otherwise known as the Sierras, but as we all know, I do not do this program by myself. Nope, I try to jump in and help where I can. My name is Mike Piwaworski. I am the co-host from the East Coast. That's the coast with the most for the co-host with the most. We're bringing you 2A News and Conservative Views here on The Rundown on Freedback Friday. Freedback Friday. So, Mikey, why do we call it Freedback Friday? Because on Freedback Friday, if we get uh, if we get certain levels of involvement from the from you, the viewer out there, then we like to give you stuff. So it's, uh, it's free stuff for feedback. So it's Freedback Friday. Friday. Freedback Friday. So, you know, kind of like, you know, we're merging it together, kind of like Benefer, right? Oh. <laughs> right? Oh, yeah. So we're just like putting it together, right? We're just marrying stuff. Right. Right, right. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's a that's a good one, Benefer. I'm trying to think of some other ones out there. <laughs> uh, I can't think of any right now. Good stuff. Good so. stuff. Good stuff. How's the weather out there, sir? A 68 degrees. It's horrible. 68 degrees it is a freezing 68 degrees in florida yeah (laughs) i was thinking about putting on socks today yeah (laughs) socks instead of pants right well i'm never wearing pants i mean we're not doing that but but, you know normally uh i wear the socks that are either the uh the, the the ankle touchers or just the uh the liners in 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 my athletic shoes that i wear uh i thought about wearing maybe like calf height because it was kind of cold out, you know, just to cover up a little bit more. Uh, that's interesting. That is interesting to say the least. Because <laughs> that's all the rage. All the kids are wearing the tall socks again now. Is that right? All the, oh, yeah, the big long socks. Well, see, now I wear those when I do, for example, my uh, when I play basketball. Uh, they really, you know, the comp- but those are like compression socks. So Yeah, that's your old man socks. That's different. Yeah. That's well, right. they've always been old man socks. They just now have been repurposed for basketball, so now they're kind of cool. Right, right. and you can get them in uh, in black and with designs on them. It's not just them, uh, them, them, the, like the ones from the hospital that were all just bright as white, you know. Well, the, but see, the designs on them are actually so that you know exactly, like, okay, make sure you put them and point them the right directions. Those things, though, man, they kind of cut off your circulation. Oh. <laughs> anyway, folks, hey. By the way, so with Freedback Friday, here's the deal. And I know because I see a few of you are watching on different channels. You may be watching on 2A News. You may be watching on the California Republican Assembly or on Arms Room Radio or Craig Deleuze. But here's the thing, folks. The feedback that we're following is at the rundown. Now, we're currently uh, on hiatus, on suspension. We're currently in in YouTube jail. Uh, so obviously, there's not much commentary going on there. But... We are actually on. Uh, we are actually on on Facebook. So you got to find us on Facebook uh, and participate in the com- and participate in the conversation. So make sure y'all get plugged in. Make sure y'all get plugged in. If you want to participate, you want a chance to win. Make sure you are following us or that you are part of the conversation at uh, the rundown. So it's two A News Rundown. Look for the rundown. You'll find it. Uh, if you you know, it ain't hard to find. We're not. We're we're, we're really not that hard to find. So why don't we go Craig, ahead? What? Uh, um, I've lost your sound, and I'm pretty positive it's on my end, so I don't want you free- freaking out. I'm just going to refresh and be back in a moment with you. Okay, well, while he is gone, 
I am going to go ahead and we're going to go ahead and we're going to get into the first story of the day. All right. We're going to go ahead and touch on this first uh, piece bit of news. All right. So the first story of the day has to do with the odds of dying from, well, dying from firearms. Now, uh, I was actually looking here at, uh, what is this? Um, uh, Armed American News, right? And uh, they were looking at data that came from the National Rifle Association. As a matter of fact, why don't I go ahead and pull that data up for you so that you can see it. All right, so here they're talking about the various different things, and the, the chances of dying from whatever relating to, uh, relating to firearms. Now, nationally it says here that you are 163 times more likely to die from poisoning than by a firearm accident. And the whole point of this is, you know, from dealing with firearm accidents. Uh, in Florida, the number is 470 times. Now, I don't know if that's that you guys in Florida have better firearm safety or that you are more likely to poison each other there in uh, in Florida. Can you hear me, Mike? I can, and I think uh, it's in Florida. We have, a, we have a separate category for lead poisoning, Craig. I think that's the problem. Yeah. <laughs> Right. Okay. Okay. Sure. Sure. That's exactly what it is. <laughs> right. But the point here is that also notes that you are 76 times more likely to die in a motor vehicle accident than from a fire than from a firearm accident. And I thought that's important to note since, well, you know, people want to make it out like firearms are so bad and so evil and people are so unsafe with firearms. Uh, that we have to do everything possible to make sure that the individual cannot own them. I just thought that would be an interesting thing to share. Listen, I, I've known this for a long time, and if anybody that's ever come to Florida knows this, um, these facts, these uh, this study just 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 proves, Craig, that it's safer to drive down the street shooting at people than it is to just drive down the street without a gun. Uh, <laughs> wait, 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 wait. wait. Okay, you have to restate that comment again. <laughs> well, you said it's it, you're more than likely to get to die in a car crash than you are in a shooting, right? <laughs> okay. <laughs> so that just proves in Florida, it's okay to drive down the road shooting at people, uh, and it's safer than just driving without the guns. So okay, all right. <laughs> wow, I didn't see that coming. <laughs> I did not see that coming. But folks, you know, here's the thing. And, and, you know, the people to credit for this are groups like uh, are groups like NSSF, are groups like uh, uh, folks within the industry, like the individual independent firearms retailers, uh, like the NRA, uh, groups that really have focused on education, on educating people on how to be safe with their firearms. And they never get enough credit. And then there's places like California, which uh, charge you a fee, charge you a fee that's supposed to go into a firearm safety fund and none of the money goes towards anything having to do with safety of a firearm at all. In fact, they raid that fund oftentimes in order to help regulate firearm owners, uh, you know, in order to help uh, confiscate firearm owners' firearms in California. But, you know, it is California. Um, but, yeah, so anyway, so that, I thought that, anyway, I thought that was a very, very good thing to share. Folks can know. It firearm is. Good stats. You know, we have, we have a little fun, but... Uh... Obviously, it just uh, it just you know proves again that put a firearm in someone's hand and they do become more responsible than the everyday citizen out there. Well, and exactly because most people who take the time to go and buy a firearm, most people who buy firearms, quite frankly, 
they realize the seriousness of what of what they're of what they're now engaging in and so they want to make sure that they're doing whatever they can to be responsible uh in that firearm ownership yep absolutely right okay moving right along to our next story wokeness kills the tv station now um i don't know how many of you out there watch the cw I used to never watch the CW and I started watching some of the things like some of the shows on there that I used to like, like some of the, uh, like the DC shows, like they had uh, arrow and they had, uh, Oh, what was the other one? Uh, the flash, but you start watching shows like that and you start watching some of these shows and you realize that wokeness has pretty much taken over. I mean, not just that network, but it's taken over a bunch of networks. Well, now it's gotten so bad that they're basically their ratings have plummeted. Because they realize that most of Middle America, most of uh, the what they what they consider to be flyover states, have decided that they don't agree with, they don't support the values being promoted on a lot of the shows on CW, and ratings have plummeted so much, Mike, that they they're, they're now having to sell the network uh, in order to uh, in order to recoup uh, in order to recoup their investments. Uh, you, you know, Craig, that's that's what happens, right? Uh, go woke, get broke. That's uh, that's what we've been saying for uh, for the two three years. This nonsense has been going on. Uh, the good news, folks, is uh, uh, if you'll notice uh, towards the end of the program, Craig's going to put a little GoFundMe link at the bottom there. Uh, you put some money in there. Rundown's going to buy the CW. We're going to take over. We're going to do the programming. We're going to have our own show. It's going to be twenty four hour Craig and Mike all day, every day, coming to you live from the uh, from the new non woke CW. That's the plan. Exactly. It's going to be the Blackout Chronicles. It's going to be uh, Morning Coffee with Craig. It's going to be Arms Room TV. Uh, it's, go. going, it's going to be the Rundown. Get down with the yeah. Rundown, right? That's it. <laughs> it's going to be Friday Night be Rundown good. Party Night. Look, we can look, look, we only need a few shekels to buy the CW. That's it. <laughs> kick them in. Just kick them in. <laughs> you know, good. I will give the CW credit because the... You know, they, they were one of the first networks, and I, and I will say this, they, they started having cat shows with diverse casts and stuff like that. Actually, Fox was probably the first. Uh, but they really went out of their way to try and make sure. To, not that, I, here's the thing. I'm not like, okay, every show's got to have someone of a different ethnicity or anything like that. But I do like to see, you know, leading people of different, I like to see different people in positions in, you know, in, in, in acting. I like to, I like to see the variety, but here's the thing. Ultimately what it comes down to is it's gotta be good. Right. And when yep. the, when the goal of diversity or the goal of wokeness becomes more important than making sure that what you're producing is good, you're done. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and, uh, you know, I remember when uh, it was the CW and WB, and, and remember they were two separate networks. They yeah they merged to be to become this one network um, a few years back, and um, uh, they uh, they were all right. You know, when Fox first split off, it became the fourth network. You know, the real network. Uh, they followed slightly behind and and kind of became what Fox was. Remember, just just running yep. the reruns, and then they started yep. to get like you said into that uh, original programming. And the original programming was fine, all right, up up front. And then, you know, the wokeness came in, and every character had to be a a, a handicapped transgender black girl with Asian roots. You well, know, but they just remember had to be everything. You know, but when I talked about diversity, wasn't WB was like, wasn't that that was a uh, uh, in Living Color, wasn't it? That was, I think, uh, I think Living Color started on Fox, didn't it? 
Oh, I don't know. Well, I'll have to. I'll have to. Look, you know what? I'll have to look that up while you talk about our next story because our next story is another cool one. Oh, so which, you mean you're going to check with the interns? Got it. Got it. Um, <laughs> uh, folks, uh, the McCloskeys, uh, the story that just continues to give and give. Uh, uh, you've got uh, the McCloskeys are the two attorneys that were out there in the suburbs of a, a greater metro St. Louis. Uh, the uh, the crowd uh, from uh, from. Uh, you know the BLM crowd that was it was marching through the neighborhood because they heard the mayor used to live there. I got bad intel. Uh, they were going to where the mayor used to live. They had to break down the gate. They came inside. If you remember this, McCloskey's came out. Uh, him with his uh, with his AR-15 and and her with her little look like a little Bursa 380, and uh, stood there stood their ground. Uh, you know they never really got silly aggressive with them she clearly needed some firearms training on how to hold the gun but you know we're not going to hold that against her in this this story and they got charged they got charged with a couple of misdemeanor crimes uh they they took a plea out for him because if you recall the charge was something along the lines of uh you know uh, using your firearm uh in a, in a in a threatening manner and he said okay well it's not a felony it's a misdemeanor, and I did use my firearm in a threatening manner. That's the whole reason for using the firearm, because I was threatening them that if they came onto my property, they were going to taste the lead. So they took the charge. Well, uh, subsequently from there, the governor pardoned them. So the charges are gone. They both ended up giving up. I think he paid $900 in fines. She paid you know, 2000 The guns together are probably worth about $2,000. Uh, and when they when they pled out, they they agreed to give up the guns uh, you know, so they could be destroyed, and they paid, they paid the well, since they've been pardoned, um, they said, uh, "Hey, uh, what's up with our fines and our our guns?" Well, the fines are always there, right? There's just they're just in the coffers, uh, but it's the city and the police department had not destroyed the guns yet, so they're suing the police department now to get the guns back. They said, "Well, you have a conviction." He goes, "No, we don't have a conviction anymore. Been pardoned. That's been null and void. It's been set aside. It, it's as if it never existed." So they're fighting to get their guns back, and and in the in the, the city. It doesn't know what to do, and the police department's waiting for the city to decide what to do, because if the guns had been destroyed on time and it had been an efficient police agency, this wouldn't even be an issue. But because they're a slacker, and this is over a year and a half later, <laughs> they got a shot at getting their guns back, right? Uh, which which is great. Oh, the update also: he is running for senator for the great state of Missouri, and has got a pretty substantial lead. Well, you know, which is just proof that you may they may want to give him his guns back because. Uh... You know he he may be he may be able to have some yeah. some influence some political influence there in yep. in that in that particular state, yep. but you know here's the thing, folks. It's not uncommon even for people who have been found innocent of whatever crimes they're they're charged with, uh, for them not to be able to get their guns back, even when they've had them, even when they've never been charged, but they've had their firearms confiscated. It's not a new or unusual thing for the government to say. Yeah, no. Well, are these guns yours? Well, wait a minute. You took them from me, didn't you? Well, no, but you still have to prove that these particular firearms are, in fact, your firearms. Well, why do I have to prove it? You, you. Here's a receipt. You took them out of my safe. Nope, it's not unusual. In fact, it can. It can. I give you an example, like for the red flag laws in California. Uh, there, the group of people, people who have been found to be. Uh, they 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 took their guns. They went to court. They were found that their guns, their gun rights, never should have been taken away. Eighty percent of those folks, folks whose gun rights should have never been taken away, eighty percent of them 
didn't get their guns back. That's how bad it is. 80% of them have not gotten their guns back because, well, government decided that they just didn't want to give them back to them. So that's not an unusual thing. So it's really nice to see, Mike, uh, that folks are actually standing up and, uh, and making a statement. And by the way, before we move on to the next subject, I just wanted to let you know. So you were right. It was on, it was on Fox. But here's some examples of the shows that they did have. And why when I talk about that diversity, you had Sister Sister, you had the Wayans Brothers, Jamie Foxx, uh, The Parenthood, Smart Guy, you had Smallville, Wayne yeah, Smallville and Charmed are the two I remember the most. Angel was on there. Yep. yep, yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah, they're Angel and all those. But my point is, they had more diverse, uh, uh, they had a lot of diverse shows on there. And so that yep. was always good. And those were always, you know, it's always good to have good, they were good shows. Or at least the ones that lasted more than a season. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. They, they will say that again. They when they had good programming, they had good programming. When they yeah. when they fell off the woke uh, cliff, though, they fell hard. They so. fell hard. Fell hard. Go woke. Go broke. That's the way yep, it goes. Yep. All right. Hey, I believe you. Uh, you're the lead on this next story as well. Out of the state of Georgia, uh, they have they have uh, Governor Kemp down there, and if you remember Governor Kemp when he did his. Uh, uh, his election, uh, you know, promotions and commercials uh, three years ago, uh, it was him driving around with a pickup truck with a shotgun. Uh, you know, how Second Amendment he was and how great he was. Uh, and and I, I got to say this, I don't think he's been bad for Georgia, but, you know, the, the state house in, in, in Georgia has been Republican since, uh, you know, Georgia has existed. Um, and now they have the Republican governor back there in office. And yet the the two, well, the three of them, you know, have never gotten together to pass any pro-gun laws. Um, we know that he was, uh, you know, uh, mostly absent uh, during the uh, fiasco going on in Atlanta with getting their, their ballots certified uh, with their, uh, you know, their, their election supervisor as well. Uh, you know, so he was, he was kind of lost. Uh, nobody had seen the governor for quite some time. Well, now he's got a, uh, he's got a, a viable candidate running against him. Uh, the the former uh, uh, what was he he was the governor a while ago I believe it was uh, Governor per Purdue uh, and I'm sorry former senator Senator Purdue uh, is now running for governor there yes it's the same Purdue as the, the chicken name but not he's not one of the chicken people so uh, Governor Purdue they're running against him and now three years into his term the governor's like well you know we could probably do some kind of constitutional carry or we could we could kind of do some some permitless carry which is what purdue has been putting on in his his uh his election bid you know so everything that he's bringing up now kemp is bringing in and i got to tell you kemp is probably not even going to make the primary you know purdue is coming up against him in the primary uh you know so so the warning out there is listen you might get into that first term in office if you say you're going to be pro-gun but the the voters are Conservative voters are not like liberal voters. Liberal voters will continue to let them tell you, don't worry, African-Americans, we're going to take care of you. Don't worry, Hispanic-Americans, we're going to give you programs and money and everything else. And then when they never provide that for you, they continue to get voted for. Conservative voter, if you tell him, listen, we're going to do gun rights and we're going to get some gun stuff rolled back and put some some new uh, anti-gun uh, you know, restrictions or put some restrictions on the anti-gun people, if you don't do that, this is what's going to happen to you. You, you are going to get rolled back yourself. You're going to get uh, woke and go broke because you just want to, you want to state by a very wide margin and now you're going to lose it by even a greater margin because Governor Kemp did not keep his word when it came to Second Amendment voters. Well, it, you know, exactly. And it's, you know, Mike, the, 
once again, there are people, there are Republicans who think that just because they have an R after their name, that it's assumed that they are pro-gun. And there are Republicans who think that way. But I'm going to tell you right now, not every Republican is pro-gun. They may not necessarily be anti-gun, but being pro-gun means you are seeking to advance and protect our right to keep and bear arms. Uh, Not being anti-gun simply means you're just not going out out of your way to try and take away our rights. And, yep. uh, you know, a lot of these folks, and I think we saw the same thing out of out of Governor Abbott there in Texas, yep. uh, who hadn't done a pro-Second Amendment thing his entire time in, all of, in office. And now all of a sudden, he, now all of a sudden he's, pushing, he's pushing gun rights because he yep. knows that he's losing a significant portion of his base. Folks, here's the thing. I ain't a Republican because I like Republicans. I, I like Republicans and I like plenty. There are plenty of Democrats that I like just as much. And not 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 in terms of elective office, but as people, I, you know, I like hanging out with them. But here's the thing: I became a Republican because the values align with mine. And what we ought to be doing is we ought to be supporting candidates who support our values, right? If you if if your number one thing is pro gun, is is gun rights, is the Second Amendment, then you need to be supporting people who are going to support your right to keep and bear arms. It's really that simple, right? And if you do that. They will pay attention. Trust me, they will. Because ultimately, for many of them, their number one goal is to get reelected. And oh, by the way, Patrick, who, by the way, noted that he was really kind of dissatisfied with the level or the amount of drink. Just so you know, Patrick, this one is for you. Eyes on, though, Patrick. Good job. Good job taking taking (laughs) notes there. (laughs) Hmm. That's how you do it. It'd be like that. Uh, It'd be like that. But I'm tired of, dude, the number of times I've had to correct a Republican legislator over, over something that they introduced that was, I, that was anti-gun or the position that they took, which is completely and utterly off because they didn't know what they were talking about, it, beyond frustrating. And it's like, look, take the time to educate. If you're going to call yourself pro-gun, then take the time to know and understand the technology, the policy, and how the two intersect. Yeah, absolutely right. Absolutely right. Yeah, and and, and you just got to be knowledgeable. And, and I get listen, you may not be knowledgeable on every single you know conservative topic out there, uh, but the ones that you you're saying and you're, you're purporting to know, you'd better know because the rest of us are going to ask you for your opinion and want to know it. And if you come up with the uh, with the tap dance and backstroke, uh, that's going to be pretty obvious. Well, you know, it's funny. I, I've worked for two members of the California State Legislature. What I appreciated about them both was. Uh, if it wasn't an issue area where they had a really good knowledge or background, they didn't get up and speak and pontificate on it. Right. They didn't right. try to offer legislation on it. They really focused on what they knew. And when it was something that wasn't in their necessarily in their wheelhouse, they made it a point to try and learn to make sure their staff knew and understood it. And you know, but they also admitted what they knew and what they didn't know. Right. You know, that's that's cool how you do that. it. That's how you stay level and, and you get that respect out of the people. Yeah, that's how you do it. Exactly. Exactly. People are forgiving when they you admit what you don't know, but don't act like you're on our team and then turns out you really don't know what the you really don't know the playbook. Hey, you can only fake the funk so much. You just gotta, you know, not not smile and wave, boys, right? Smile, smile and wave. And wave. <laughs> <laughs> Good stuff. Good stuff. Well, hey, let's get into today's party, parting shot. And this one kind of, 
All right, so you guys know we're all dealing with the uh, the 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 quote unquote Omicron variant, right? Or the Omicold variant of COVID nineteen. Well, you you also know that if it well if you've watched this program on the regular, then you also know that uh, like fifty seven percent of those who are in the hospital uh, with COVID or are with COVID, they actually went to the hospital for something else, like you know. They, they have a broken leg and they tested them for COVID and they tested positive for COVID. That's the overwhelming percentage. And it, for, for the most part, most of them have absolutely little to no symptoms. I mean, little to no symptoms, right? Which, by right. the way, leads us to today or today's our first parting shot. Bam. At first glance, I'd say you had an arrow through your head. But I'll run a COVID test just to make sure. <laughs> good stuff good stuff good stuff very nice very, very nice. nice very nice now mike i'm gonna give you the pleasure of doing this one all right i'll get i'll give you the pleasure to, there's really nothing really to it except you know to do it <laughs> I, I i actually think this next one's kind of offensive and don't approve of it i don't know why you posted it uh, you're the one. You're the one who shared it with me. Yeah, but it wasn't for public consumption. <laughs> uh, just, just some great comedy here, folks. Uh, there she was, just a walking down the street, singing "Do Wa Diddy Diddy Dum Daddy Do." <laughs> <laughs> that oh. was just a walking down the street, singing "Do Wa Diddy Dum Diddy Do." She looked good. She looked fine. She looked good. She looked fine. She looked and I nearly lost, lost my mind. Before <laughs> I knew what she was walking next to me. Singing, singing do I did it, did it, dum. Dude, that is. <laughs> that is, that is excellent stuff. Excellent stuff. So let me get over here to some of the comments uh, that we have from today's show. Let's see, uh, Kevin saying what up. So we got Kevin Sona and we have Patrick Collins both tuning in. So we got Florida and Georgia tuning in to watch yeah. the show this afternoon. I think Patrick was with me when we met Governor or the candidate Kemp at the time uh, at one of the Georgia Kerry conventions, and it was right before. Uh, so that would have been August, right before the election. Uh, and... Uh, and, and he was very, very pro-gun, very, 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 very pro-gun and had the gun vote. And I know those people there in Georgia are plenty angry that uh, he has not come through on his promises. Well, you know, and well, now here's the thing. First of all, ultimately, the legislature is the one who introduces legislation. But when you are the republic, when you are the leader, when you are the, the governor, right, you're the leader of the state party. And as the leader of the state party, if you control both houses of the legislature, you are you have some influence over the legislators, in, uh, the the policies and the legislation that they introduce, right? And when you control sure, both right. houses, you, you ought to be getting some of this stuff done. Right, right. And and remember, he uh, uh, when the election stuff was going on, and his secretary of state, I think his name is what was it, uh, Roethlisberger or whatever his name was. Uh, <laughs> you he, mean he, Ben uh, Roethlisberger? Uh, is it? Uh, you know, the governor did nothing, nothing there at all. So I know. Yeah. You know, the, the regular Georgia conservatives plus the uh, the Trump conservatives in that state are done with them. So it's, yeah. it's just it's a it's a horrible waste of a 
of an opportunity that he had. Yeah, no, no, you are you are one hundred percent. You are one hundred percent correct. Um, oh yeah, Patrick says here, yes, sir. He made an effort. He made the effort to shake my hand. He even took away citizens' arrest, which is now illegal. There you go. That's a old, old Barney Fife used to abuse that all the time, right? No, that was Gomer Pyle. Gomer used to do it. Citizens arrest. Citizens arrest. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, Barney Fife Gomer, was actually no, a remember cop. Remember when Gomer was still running the gas station? Yes, yes. That was before. That was before he left Mayberry. That's right. That's right. It <laughs> went to the core. Yeah. Uh, governors need to call these representatives out. I definitely agree with you, Mister Sona. All righty, sir. Well, what's the plan now, man? What are we gonna do? The plan is January seventeenth, right? Las Vegas, Nevada, Hofbrau House. We've got uh, sponsors sign on to bring you uh, beverages free of charge. All right, our good friends at the well, as, long, as long as the bu- as long as the budget lasts, I'm sure yeah. they got a budget. Gorilla huh? Machining, a grid defense. There, uh, um, we're working on a couple others. I don't want to say any names yet. Some familiar yep. names, but we're trying to bring some more in. To uh, I think we're going to have to do is limit the party to a couple hundred people. Yeah, uh, because once you start putting out there that the uh, the beverages will flow free. You're going to get everybody. So, mm-hmm. uh, well, maybe what we'll do those. is we'll either limit the size or limit the time. Um, I was thinking uh, like a like a, a number of people with wristband, but hey, we do whatever we got to do. It doesn't matter. There you go. We'll do so. we'll do whatever we got to do. But look, the point is, a good time will be had because Mikey will be oh, there yeah. and Craig will be there, and that's wherever right. we are, that's where the party is. And don't forget, we're bringing in uh, we're bringing in the uh, the great 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 grandson of Daniel Boone with us, and uh, the wild man himself, Wild Man Billy. He's coming back. Wild Man we're Bill getting, is going to be there, and we're getting the, we're getting the band back and together. Earl Boone of yeah. ZZ Top. That's right. We're getting, <laughs> we're getting the band back together. Excellent, dude. We're dude. We're gonna have a phenomenal time, folks. If you only make it to Vegas for this particular party, you've got to be there. You've got to make sure to make it there. Folks, tell your friends. Tell them to come on out. Tell them to come say hi to Mike and say hi to Craig. Uh, If they're going to be at SHOT Show, we're also going to be on uh, Media Row. So we're going to be doing interviews, uh, live interviews uh, from SHOT all week. Um, It's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, but you guys want to make sure you tune in. You want to make sure visit our sponsors. Let them know, hey, thank you for sponsoring this event on that Monday night. It's gonna be a lot of fun. We're gonna have a we're gonna have a great time, uh, as we always have a good time at Shot, dude. I miss, I so miss Shot last year. Me too. Sometimes I I go to bed and I dream about it. It is the be- like the beginning of my year. I train for Shot Show. You taught me that. Oh, you have to. <laughs> yeah, you can't just you can't just show up not used to. No sleep and you know being being, being having, having caffeine every day and and and, and you know watch what you eat. No, you've got to, you know, baby, you got to train at least ninety days out. You got to get ready for shot. Yes, yeah. you got to you got to train. You have to be prepared. And I'll yeah. tell you, the one thing that really does it is when you go into those casinos. The they must pump oxygen there because I don't know how I can stay up till three o'clock in the morning and then be up and over at shot at eight a.m. and feel good all day and do that for an entire week i i can't do that at home i i told you how one you never sit down two what yeah. are you going back to your room for just <laughs> stay out until it's time to go to work that's all <laughs> uh no 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 i i have to i gotta i gotta get a wee bit of sleep i gotta get a wee bit of sleep 
Out, you get to you get during transportation. You could sleep in transportation. Oh yeah, sleep in the Uber. Nice, yep, nice. That's it. All right, folks. Well, hey, that's going to be it for Feedback Friday. We very much appreciate you hanging out. We appreciate you joining the show, being part of the program. Uh, we have a good time. We love doing this, and we love doing it because you guys, uh, you guys make it so much fun. So uh, please remember, like, share, subscribe. If you want to listen to us, you can find us anywhere you find podcasts. Just look for The Rundown to a News and Conservative Views, and you will find us. So you can listen, you can watch. Watching is more fun. Uh, but whatever you do, make sure you like, make sure you share, and make sure you subscribe. And encourage your friends to do the same. You folks, take care and have a good weekend.